Hey there, and welcome back to another episode of the Reshape Your Health podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Morgan Nolte, and this is just a really quick hit episode about a concept that I learned recently from a book that I haven't read called The Gap and the Gain. This was really encouraging to me, and I'm excited to share it with you. Before we do that, I just wanted to let you know we're having a sale on our Zivli program, a Labor Day sale now through next Tuesday. So check out zivli.com forward slash join to learn more about that. If you've been listening to the podcast for a long time and you enjoy my coaching and teaching style, and you might want to dial in those health habits before the holidays and really focus on having a positive mindset, I highly encourage you to check out our program. So the topic that I wanted to cover today comes from a book that I haven't read, but I just loved the concept after hearing one of the authors on a podcast, and it's called The Gap and the Gain. And what this refers to is where is your focus? Are you focusing on your gains or are you focusing on the gap? So a helpful visual visualization here is to pretend like you're standing on a line and that line extends to your left and to your right. And if you're smack dab in the middle and you look to your left, you're comparing yourself to you in the past. Maybe it was a week ago, maybe a month ago or a year ago. And what you're focusing on is how far you've come. How far have you come with your health habits, with your nutrition or your fasting or your sleep or your stress management? So I think some really practical things just for my own life on gains for the last week or maybe the last month. I actually loved this concept so much that I bought a journal just to journal my gains and a specific one for the weekly meeting that I hold with myself to, to reflect upon my gains and my limiting thoughts and um, whether or not the action items that I set for last week got done and then setting new ones for the upcoming week. That's kind of the process that I think gives me traction, not only for health, but business and personal life. It's just such a great practice to start um, or end each week with some intentional margin to reflect and set some new goals. So that was a big gain for me was just getting a journal to journal about my gains. Um, I haven't drank coffee for over a week. And it's really funny because this morning I got up too early and I was a little bit crabby with my son and, um, I did apologize. The bad mood did not last long, but he was just like, mom, why don't you go have some coffee? So I thought that was kind of funny because even Dawson, who's four is peer pressuring me to drink coffee again. And it's not like I'll never have it again, but I just felt like I was relying on it too much and it was causing my adrenals a little bit too much stress. So that was a gain for the week. I've been really consistent with my morning exercises, like four or five days a week getting up and really being sure I'm getting intentional movement. Um, And then I've been very consistent with my mindset work. So you'll notice when I'm reflecting upon my gains, I'm praising myself for consistency. I think that is the name of the game when it comes to making traction in any area of your life is, are you being consistent with what you said that you were going to do? If you don't already have some sort of practice where you're continually reflecting upon your gains, I highly encourage you to do it. It's been a really um, enlightening and exciting exercise for me, particularly because I'm a recovering perfectionist. 
And because my top two strengths consistently over the last you know, 10, 15 years, whenever I take the Clifton Strengths Finders test, it's always learner and achiever in some combination. So most recently it was learner, achiever, maybe responsibility, focus, and one other one I can't remember. I think it was empathy. Empathy is usually at the top two. So for fellow achievers out there, are you an achiever? You know, like you you check something off your to-do list and you're immediately on to the next item. Or you accomplish a really big goal and you celebrate for about five seconds and then you think about how you could have done it better or faster. Yeah. So if you're laughing right now, you definitely are a fellow achiever. And we have got to especially be careful when we are looking ahead so often at the gap because it can be really discouraging. It can, the gap is kind of like, where are you now? Okay. You're looking down the right side of the line to where you thought you would be, where you hoped you would be, where someone else expected you to be. That's a really, really important point. You can get placed in the gap by someone else's expectations of you. I'm going to say that again. You can get placed in the gap by someone else's expectation of you. So they maybe thought you should be farther along. Or they are like, why is this taking so long? Or they're telling you something negative or discouraging that makes you compare yourself to someone else or where you thought you should be by now. All of that is the gap. And I just thought of a rhyme. I usually don't cuss on here, but the gap feels like crap. So if you're feeling like crap, check to see if you're in the gap. I couldn't help myself. Um, But I think that that's such a beautiful concept. And it was so simple for me to then identify if I'm having a negative emotion, such as anxiety or fear or worry or discouragement, that I can visualize myself in the gap. And I'm comparing myself to a mirage, to something that doesn't even, it doesn't exist. The problem with focusing on the gap is the line always moves. You're never going to be there. So instead of focusing on the gap, I'd really encourage you to focus on your gains. I think it's Tony Robbins that says where your focus goes, energy flows. And so if we're always focusing on the, the future, even someone else's projected expectations of our future, and that's driving negative emotions, we're just going to manifest more negativity and more frustration and more impatience into our life. So instead, focus on your gains. Focus on the positive things going on in your life. And if you want to be like me and kind of nerd out on this and get a journal, go for it. I love browsing through the aisles at Target, just looking for my journals. I actually loved this concept so much that I bought our coach, Dr. Beth, a journal too, um, because it's her birthday coming up. Uh, So for her birthday present, I said, Beth, you're a fellow achiever. And as from one achiever to the next, it's very easy to downplay our accomplishments, to downplay our wins, and to keep our eyes on the next goal. And I told her, I can see so many positive things in you. And I'm sure that you can relate this as well. Can't you see so many positive things in other people? So many. 
You can praise other people. You can be grateful for other people. But I want you to pause and be grateful for you and be grateful for your accomplishments and for for everything, you know? So I think that this also is a great exercise to develop a habit of gratitude, which has been a cornerstone habit in my kind of mental work over the last several years is gratitude. So this isn't exactly the same as gratitude, but I think that it feeds gratitude. So again, I hope you found this little quick hit episode helpful. If you've been on the fence about joining Zivli and you like a good discount, just go to zivli.com forward slash join. Take this as your sign. Now is the time before the holidays. I personally, I started tracking my food again on Carb Manager because I know this is the time of year that I personally slip. I know that I'm having a piece of pumpkin bread here or some caramel apple at Vala's pumpkin patch. If you guys know, if you're in the Omaha area, Vala's is this huge, big pumpkin patch or, um, a, what are they called? The apple cider donuts, I believe at Kimmel orchard in Nebraska city. So, you know, fall is such a great time of year. Um, it's a busy time of year for our season because my husband farms and there's so much fun things. There's so many fun things to do, but usually those fun things like the Husker tailgates and the Husker parties and apple orchards and pumpkin patches, they usually involve, involve food, right? So I'm really working to be proactive with my habits right now. I would encourage you to do the same. And then the other quick announcement that I have is we're hosting a free healthy holidays workshop. Um, and that's going to be mid October. So if you're like, yeah, I definitely need to lock things up, um, or tighten things up before the holidays. And um, that can be a really fun place to connect and just kind of learn some of mine and Dr. Beth's best tips on how we stay healthy during the holidays. Um, and then here are other Zivli members will be there too. So to just kind of build some community, um, and hear what other people are doing and what they have found to be successful and helpful for them. All right. I will talk with you at the same time, same place next week. Bye for now.